everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom podcast. I'm glad that you're here today. Uh, The very fact that you've made it to the middle of the week is reason to celebrate, right? You made it to the middle of the week. And if you're anything like me, uh, you're looking around right now and you're going, all right, it's Wednesday. We can do this thing. Uh, We got it. Last time on the podcast, I was talking a little bit about uh, discipline and disciplining younger children in particular. And when your kids are younger, you probably use I I don't know, a range, I guess, of discipline strategies to teach them the basics of good behavior. We want to teach our children how to be like Christ. We want to teach them uh, how to, we want, well, probably want to do the opposite of what we see happening on social media right now. Uh, Certainly, uh, we're having lots of opportunities to teach our children about what not to do uh, because we're seeing, I I can't believe my husband and I, every day when we turn on the news, we're just... uh, we're stunned by what we see happening. I also am seeing some really good things uh, happening. We've seen some really amazing things happen in the Christian community, people who are starting to uh, really see that they have a voice and they need to begin to use that voice and they need to begin to uh, speak not only into the lives of their children, but also uh, uh, stand up and be leaders in the communities around them. And that's part of what I'm trying to do uh, in getting a podcast out to you three days a week is just to encourage you to uh, stay in there. And we want to talk, I want to talk a little bit about discipline strategies uh, for uh, your older kids. So creative correction for teens, because as your kids get older, around the time probably that your kids are going to start junior high school, you're going to need to probably to adjust your approach to discipline because um, effective discipline for your teenagers is going to focus on setting limits and working with your teens because you're no longer, you don't want to be in this phase of hand-holding and helicopter parenting forever. You want to move to a position of uh, of coming alongside your child as a coach. And hopefully by the time that you, uh, hopefully by the time you do that, you will have come to a place of relationship with your children. You know, I was thinking about this during the last podcast. I was thinking about uh, creative correction uh, for the little ones and you know the bible says has a lot uh, to say about discipline psalm 103 says as a father has compassion on his children so the lord has compassion on those who fear him and uh, in proverbs there's a ton of verses about um the fact that you can't expect your kids to mature successfully without disciplining them right uh proverbs 19:20 listen to advice and accept instruction and in the end you'll be wise well that's this works for grown ups too <laughs> So it's not not just for not just for kids. It's for adults too. It's for all of us. Uh, but Proverbs twenty two six, which you guys all know, train a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not uh, turn from it. Uh, Proverbs fifteen verses thirty one and thirty two. He who listens to the life giving rebuke will be at home among the wise. I'm going to say that again. He who listens to a life giving rebuke. We don't often hear of rebukes as being life giving. But they really are, because if you don't listen to uh, a rebuke that's wise, you could uh, you're not going to be successful, right? Uh, he who ignores discipline despises himself, but whoever heeds correction gains understanding. And here's an important um, aspect of this before um, I get into some strategies for uh, disciplining your teens. It's important to remember that you don't want to exasperate them. And I know I've been guilty of this. I'm just going to raise my hand and say, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> guilty, uh, depending on uh, the the uh, the time of the month that it is, or how stressed I am with other things happening in my life, or how things are going inside my marriage. Which we've talked about this, you know, half half a million times. It feels like on the podcast the importance of uh, the marriage relationship being right. Uh, in your home uh, before anything else. But I have said things to my kids that I have just been like, I cannot believe I just said that out loud. Do you guys know what I mean? Please tell me I'm not the only one. Uh, the Bible says that we're not supposed to exasperate our children. Ephesians 6, 4 says, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And Colossians three twenty one basically says the same thing. Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. And this is true for young children and for older children. We don't want to embitter our kids. We don't want to exasperate them. We don't want to frustrate them or make them feel like they are failures. We The goal of discipline is to turn the hearts of our children uh, toward the Lord and to give them uh, the the skills that they need to uh, walk with the Lord into adulthood. That really is the goal. And for those of you who are not familiar with uh, with what Jay and I do, we've been speaking to families for, oh my goodness, probably 15 years. I hope you'll check out uh, our ministry, firmlyplantedfamily.org. We've got a Bible study a series there that has been written just for your whole family, and it's good for kids ages 2 to 22. Uh, we've gotten uh, lots of great reviews on it. I hope you go check it out. But I want to give you a couple of basics for teen discipline. And you got to remember, especially when you get into into uh, the teen years, discipline isn't so much about punishment as it is about teaching your children what is the appropriate way to respond to any given situation. So we're telling our kids all the time, right? Um, it's not necessarily what happens to you. It's how you respond to what happens to you. And frankly, you guys, so much of what we're seeing happening, uh, you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement and all of these, uh, I I listened with a fair degree of horror to uh, Jesse Jackson on the news a couple of days ago, uh, basically making excuses for people who are behaving inexcusably. And I have seen parents make excuses for their kids, and we don't want to do that. We want to, uh, to discipline them because we recognize that it's about agreeing on and setting limits for our kids and helping them behave as God would want them to behave within the parameters of what God says is right. And uh, the Bible says that children are supposed to respect and honor their parents. We are called to respect and honor those in authority over us, which is why it's so discouraging to see so much disrespect in the culture right now, disrespect toward leaders. I mean, certainly we're seeing uh, disrespect toward the police uh, and parents need to do better. We need to do better. So we want to give our our kids the skills to become a young adult. And so here's a couple of things that are going to help you uh, when it comes to disciplining your teens. And they really do need it. Your teens need boundaries. They need to know what you expect of them. And the first thing you want to do is communicate. So if you're taking notes, you should write that down. Uh, communicate with your child. You want to be able to to uh, to to check in with them, to see how things are going, to see, um, do they understand what your expectations are? I think it's really important. And we've, uh, I think Jay and I have sort of learned a few things, I would say the hard way, as our kids have gotten older and moved out of our home. Um, probably some things that we did with our older children, especially in the transition that we wouldn't do with the ones that are coming up. So, and this is the great thing about parenting, right? It's just this big grand experiment. I was talking to uh, the pastor, a friend of ours, who's a pastor of a local church here in Vancouver uh, the other day, and we were talking about raising children, and they, he raised uh, 
four children, his kids are grown and gone. And he was just saying, you know, it's so funny. His youngest son is always saying, how come, or his oldest son is always saying, how come you let so-and-so get away with that? You know, when I was little, I didn't get away with anything, man. At 7.30 was bedtime and we didn't, you know, we ate every bite of, of food on our plate and and his dad wisely responded, that's right, because you were completely an experiment. <laughs> and then we realized, oh, listen, if, if so-and-so doesn't go to bed at 730 uh, every single weeknight, it's not going to kill him. He's actually going to survive it. And so part of the trick of parenting is really just to figure out what hills are worth dying on and what hills aren't worth dying on. And you've got to communicate your expectations to your children. And so as they get older, that becomes more and more and more important to communicate your expectations and to agree on what those limits are. You might not even, your kids may not even agree with you, right? But you need, but they need to know what your expectations are. So be clear about what you expect um, in their behavior. And it really helps to check and make sure that your, that your child understands what you expect. So for example, uh, you might say, I need you to come home by 10 o'clock at night, right? As your kids get bigger, uh, they like to, you know, they want to, they're going to want to go out and do more things and be gone a little bit longer, whatever. And you want to say, that's fine. Uh, we want you back home by 10. But if, if it was me, you know, I have a friend who said, come home after the movie. I would never say that to my child. I would say, come straight home after the movie. I expect to hear what time does the movie end? And they would say 930. And I would say, all right, if you're home, uh, you can hang out until 9.59, but I want you in in my house by 10 o'clock. And if something happens and you can't make it, I need you to call me. And those expectations make all the difference. And then you want to kind of uh, discuss their responsibility. So especially as your kids get older, you can say, listen, I'm responsible for this. So I'm going to be providing you with food and shelter. <laughs> and in exchange, you're going to keep your room clean. I expect your bathroom to be tidied up. I expect you to turn in your homework. What are your expectations so that your kids know what their responsibilities are? And then as things move along uh, with your kids, you're going to realize that you're going to have to adjust as as your child uh, shows that they they can totally handle it or as they get older. So as they get older, for example, we extend our kids' curfew. And so as they demonstrate that they're trustworthy, we 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 want to reward that trustworthiness by um, extending their curfew, by giving them, uh, you know, props and, and pushes in the right direction and encouraging them that way. And you can absolutely do that uh, with your kids. So important to establish uh, what we called in our house when our kids were little, we just called it uh, sort of the rules of our house, you know, and as the, as the kids get older, um, I think in the teenage years, this becomes a little bit more difficult uh, because normal teenage uh, behavior kind of includes um, pushing the boundaries. You know, people say teens are rebellious. I, you know, I, I, I just reject that notion. I don't think that your teens need to be rebellious. I think that, you know, we can expect more of our kids than being rebellious, but there is a, there's a lot of truth to the fact that they are, they're kind of morphing like a caterpillar into a butterfly. They're turning into young adults in front of your, in front of your eyes. And so when we parent our kids as teens, it requires kind of a really a delicate, careful balance of giving them just enough guidance to make sure that they make good choices and also giving them freedom to make mistakes. And we want our kids, and we've said this to our kids before, we want them to make mistakes while they live at our in our home uh, so that we can correct those mistakes while they're here. And a lot of that is just holding them accountable. So someone asked me the other day, you know, well, where, where do you draw the line with your teens when it comes to social media? And my husband and I, we've always said, listen, we're in our kids' business. 
So we know what our kids, uh, we, we will routinely get in and look at the history of the websites that they're on. We want to know who their friends are on Facebook. We want to know what kinds of things our kids are posting online. And there have been several times that we've asked them to take things down. You know, we'd go and say, hey, you know, so-and-so, I just saw this come through my Facebook feed and you may not realize this, but this was disrespectful to this group of people, or this is probably going to hurt so-and-so's feelings. You might not have been thinking about that. Uh, so important to really communicate with your kids. You want to teach them, uh, obviously, um, to be respectful of authority. We talked about this before, to treat other people respectfully. And guess what, you guys? You can't give your kids what you don't have. So if they're watching you being disrespectful to each other, maybe as a husband and wife, you're disrespectful to each other, or they're seeing that you're disrespectfully uh, treating people at work, or you're watching the news like I sometimes do, and <laughs> yelling and screaming, uh, they're, they're going to learn from that example. And we can't give our kids what we don't have. So if you want your kids to be honest and trustworthy, then you need to be honest and trustworthy. And I, I think it's time for uh, parents to raise the bar. Your kids can do it. They can absolutely do it. We want to get our kids ready for the real world and teach them how to manage money, teach them to be self-disciplined. One of the things that we do as our kids get older is we stop going in and waking them up in the morning. And if we have to be somewhere as a family and we've told them, hey, listen, breakfast is at 7.30 and we are leaving at a quarter to nine and they uh, don't get up, then there have been a couple of times when we were just like, sorry, you missed out and you, you know, we'll leave. Those are hard things to do. And I think as parents, we don't want our kids to suffer. You know, I didn't want my kid to miss a day at the park or, you know, a, a night at the movies or whatever it is we're going. But when we said, we need you here by this time, and we realized, oh, you know, they're just, they're just poking around. It's not really that important to them. Then it's good for them to learn. And sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Um, I said this on the podcast several weeks ago, but one of the most uh, effective things I think that Jay and I have done in parenting, and we've made, you know, Lots of mistakes. I mean, it's, it's funny to see our younger children now because there's a 20-year age span between our oldest uh, and our youngest. It's funny to see how Jay and I have changed as parents. And one of the things that has not changed is that we, we, don't, we want our kids to get into adulthood without regret. And that really is kind of a driving thing behind our parenting. And it should be a driving thing behind your parenting. So as you're thinking of your children and as they become young adults, um, sit down and tell them this is this is what we're this is what we're doing. Our goal as parents is to get you to adulthood with with as few regrets as possible, and to shepherd and love you so that you can be successful as an adult. And guess what, you guys, the Lord will bless it. So uh, if you're struggling with this today, I want to just encourage you, like I always do, go before the Lord and ask Him to give you the uh, the courage that you need to do the hard thing. Because really, let's be honest, it's hard to discipline uh, kids in a culture that says it's not important. Uh, but God says it is important. God says that uh, that the Father disciplines those He loves, and certainly that would include uh, our kids. So, if you've got questions about this, or if you want to get in touch with me, please feel free to reach me at podcast at thebusymom dot com. Like always, we would love it if you would leave a review for this podcast at iTunes. You can just go to iTunes, click on the little gear and the little three dots. It'll take you to the iTunes store, and that is where you can leave a review for this podcast. Um, I am going to be heading to Indianapolis uh, the next day. In fact, I'm, I should be heading there. Gosh, I should be heading there today. 
So I'm recording this a few days early in case you can't tell. Looking forward to uh, what God's going to do in Indianapolis this weekend. Really appreciate your prayers. If you're in the Indianapolis area, if you're anywhere near there, uh, check it out, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash fearless. It's going to be a life-changing weekend because God's doing something amazing in this generation, and He wants you to be bold and courageous. That's who God says you are, and that's who He says you are with your kids. I'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com.